Hello, welcome to this long overdue episode of Tell Us. Well, it's long overdue in the sense that you haven't been in it. I know. All right, long overdue for our audience. Um, so, last week there was Tell Us, and then a few weeks before that we haven't had Tell Us for some time. Uh, so we've been off here and there. So let's call this season two. Okay, yeah. season two. Season two of Episode one. Oh, yeah. Grittier. Um, but the reason we're doing this one is it's a bit of a reflection, isn't it? Because something pretty cool happened last week, uh, or as we record this last week. It was um, mind-blowing. What it was, was brilliant. it? It was Sussex Digital Discovery Week. So who wants to tell me a bit about D- Digital Discovery Week? Because I wasn't here, sadly. So Sussex Digital Discovery Week was a week-long event run by Tell in concert with the library, exploring the digital world pretty much and how that is and we're discovering things in it in education if you wanted to know more about it we actually introduced the event uh, in our last episode um, and today we're going to be kind of like looking at what actually happened and our reflections on it yeah so last week you guys did do a tell us um, and you introduced the digital discovery week and it was a great listen I listened to it um, so that was great um, but what I want to know today what I want to talk about is some of the things that went on some of the exciting things because before I did go away um, I did create some stuff for the festival and there was loads of different um, teams around the campus working on loads of really exciting stuff so I thought we'd just have a little chat about that so George um, let's start with you it's for a highlight of the week for you is there something you've picked out that you really enjoyed going to uh, or being part of I think one thing I really enjoyed was a VR puppet show that was orchestrated a VR a VR puppet show, show. So it was amazing. It was using old Bailey data from um, that go back for you know hundreds of years to recreate these kind of um, trials, how they would have looked in the actual world itself. Yeah. And yeah, it was amazingly cool to see. You can go on and see it yourself actually at oldbaileyvoices.org, which I would encourage people does, to look at. For, I mean, you know, for view for listeners who may not know about what Old Bailey is, can you? Oh, so Old Bailey was court cases going back in the Old Bailey Court in London that would take place with criminals. So using and mining thousands of you know records and dates and court appearances and trials, and then attempting to re- replicate them in an authentic-looking VR model of what the courtroom would have looked like, even how it would have been lit, which was incredibly immersive, I have to say. So one of the things I understood and one of the things I heard about this is they have enough data, enough transcripts to know who's speaking mm. whether it's a criminal or a lawyer or a you know uh, the judge or whatever so they they're able to then divide the transcripts out mm. between who was speaking so therefore they can make placements and make a, a sort of replay of what happened blow by blow mm. so it's a kind of a different it's almost like a different um, concept of virtual reality because it's not you're not wearing a headset are you no. it's actually <clears throat> almost like an animation where the, you know, there are digital characters who are speaking different parts to recreate a scene from mm. a court case. Is that right? Mm. It's a really fascinating use of historical data, isn't it? Mm. Um, and that's done out of the people uh, by the people in the key, mm. right? Yes, mm. yes, some amazing stuff they're doing over there. There's Digital Humanities Lab, I think, involved in mm. that as well. But mm. it's it's really it's really interesting just seeing how um, you can use data to make something automated like that as well so it's it's all kind of automated so you put the text in and it will just generate the um conversations Mm. and all the animation great that sounds really cool it was amazing i haven't had a chance to see it yet but i can't wait to see what about you dan what was your highlight because um because there's some interesting things happened you made some discoveries didn't you well i wasn't there so i didn't really have a highlight of the week but i was involved in putting some of the work together but why weren't you there well, I was on paternity leave. What? <laughs> yeah. 
What happened? We have a new member of the Tell team. Uh, a three-week-old baby. Oh, my God. A baby boy. So I was busy at home. Busy discovering uh, yes, being babies. a dad all yeah, over again and discovering babies. Um, which is pretty exciting in itself. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah, so... Creating new things. Yeah, sadly, that's uh, the reason I wasn't here. Um, but it's actually, no, it's happily the reason I wasn't here. <laughs> but it's the reason I missed Digital Discovery, which, despite putting some work in. So um, we worked on, I worked with um, Ant from the library on uh, an exhibition called Making the Invisible Visible. Wow. Um, and Thank it you. had several facets, one of which was using our 360 camera in a couple of the research labs in the physics uh, department. And they're great. So we put together this online 360 uh, gallery, which you can put on a headset in Google Cardboard, for example, look around and transport yourself between these labs. So there, the idea is these are research labs that you wouldn't normally get access to. You can't go in as part of your routine day to day, certainly not if you're an undergrad, uh, less so if you're the public. So the idea was to open up these spaces. So as part of the same exhibition, we'd um, been talking to also the medical school and the anatomy uh, department. So they brought over some of their um, uh, their 3D printed body parts, which have come from a direct scan of a um, of a body. So they're you know it's really great use of 3D printing to show body parts. And we also had um, Darren from uh, the physics team also showing off his infrared camera. So this he, this he uses his infrared camera to demonstrate how they're able to see into these gigantic gas clouds about the formation of stars, right? So he uses a plastic bag and an infrared camera because it's the same technology that's on the James Webb telescope that's gone out. Um, but he's developed this... Um, plastic bag? And infrared yeah, camera. the idea being is the big bin liner goes over your hand, which through the naked eye or a normal camera, you can't see your hand because it's covered in the black bin liner. But with an infrared camera, it sees straight through the bag you can see your hand because of the heat signature. And you can see the stars in your yeah. hand as well. <laughs> yeah, where the stars are formed in the palm of my hand. <laughs> that's um, pretty cool. So that's really cool. So he's developed this photo booth using IR, using his camera. So he's got this great sort of montage of people uh, with photos taken using the camera. So that's cool. So all, yeah, again, those are really great examples of sort of making invisible things visible. Mm. Uh, so that was cool. And Pete, Pete turned yellow, didn't he? Pete did turn yellow. <laughs> My hands turned blue, it turned out. So, yeah. <laughs> Poor circulation. Uh, so there was that. So, Tab, what about you? What, what were your highlights? Um, I think everybody knows what my highlight was. It was the pod blast. Pod blast. I love the phrase. Um, we've coined this as a team, haven't we? We have. We, we came, you know, George, I think you had it written down somewhere. We don't know where, where or why it was written down. <laughs> it just sounded like a good word. So a few months back, we went, right, let's define what a pod blast is. We did. Make it happen. We made an event, and the event ran. How did it go? It was, it was brilliant. And so, we... so what is a pod blast? So it's like everybody gets, you know, we get a group of people together um, to make a series of podcasts within a single afternoon. Um, and we created eight episodes in three and a half hours, and they're all um, up there on the on our, our podcast website, so you can listen to the whole thing. Mm. That's great. An entire podcast series in one afternoon. Um, you know, people spend hours producing podcasts, don't they? So it's great that we could do this, and it made it really accessible, right? Mm. Well, that was the really exciting thing, wasn't yeah. it? Because every like everyone who turned up um, were they're pretty much complete beginners to to creating a podcast. And so to go from that 
you know, from that to mm. actually creating an entire podcast series, such a short space of time, yeah. it was great. Wasn't Everyone it? took to it amazingly, like fish out of water, just flew straight to it, and they were away in the head. And I definitely encouraged them listening to it. We had some really varied topics, didn't we? Such as yeah, yeah. So we had we had people kind of interpreting the idea of digital discovery in different ways, and some people were talking about um, their very first experience of going online, and other people were talking about like what the world was like before we had digital and after digital. Um, and you got interviewed, didn't you, George? Oh, I got interviewed a few times, yes, about my memories of the internet, which apparently varied quite a lot given the age differences in the room when we'd first experienced it. But mm. yeah. So yeah, you can catch up more about the Pod Blast on uh, this week's blog post because Tab, you uh, did a blog post this week. I did indeed about podcasting. So if you're interested in using podcasting in higher education, then there's a whole blog post about that. And it also mentions the podcast yeah well. so it's got the links up there so that's at blogs.sussex.ac.uk forward slash tell um or go to our twitter at sussex tell and it's all linked there as well so i think we'll leave it there for today there's a bit of a short wrap-up of what happened last week so thanks for that because I, I do feel like i missed out despite having an exciting time at home but um thankfully with the world we live in i can relive it all online because on tuesday um this coming week kitty's done a fantastic write-up for our blog so next week you can see a write-up of the blog with links to videos lecture capture of some of the sessions uh, and further links to more resources and of course the pod blasts uh, and anything else so probably going to be the best blog post ever written as well so you, you really should catch up in fact i would probably just go there now just to get ready yeah just camp out just refresh all weekend exactly <laughs> well i had the pleasure of uh, reviewing the post with because we, we pair up to review it so one person writes and, uh, and I can tell you it's got some great content in it so I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Speaking of great content um, we've actually there's something in the kind of Tell Labs that's, oh, tell that's labs. potentially emerging right now um, we, we've, we've got uh, something exciting haven't we that we've been working on We have and I think we should leave it as a teaser mm, There's a mystery but Ooh. all we can say is watch this space Watch this space. Watch yeah. this space. All right. And we hope you like television. The television. All right, we better stop. We've peaked Friday. Um, thank you for listening. Um, Have a great weekend. Uh, se- season two of Tell Us starts today. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty exciting. Cool. Yeah. Looking, looking forward to season two, episode two. Great. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.